0: Delicious!
1: Hello everybody, welcome again to New York Talk. This is the Robin United podcast, and we have the exciting, thrilling, enthralling nil-nil draw that we can talk about. Um, none of those words are actually applicable to that game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we have choosing against Lincoln, which promises to be probably a bit more entertaining. Um, we will cover all that in the next hour or so. Um, we have the standard people with us, Michael and Daniel. Thank you for joining us.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Hello.
1: And a part timer that is Benjamin's with us. Nice that you can fit us into all your hectic right. little schedule, mate. Us three all the four, and you just popping in whenever you like.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also appears to be eating rasp rice pudding or yogurt, man. Rice pudding. Ah, first time. Again. <laughs> I was gonna say, it, it can't fit us in too much. He's got to eat while we're talking. Brilliant.
3: <laughs> Wowzers.
1: Really <sighs> like. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Busy life. life. Busy life. life. Yeah, if you say so. Anyway, like anyway. thank you all for being with us today. <laughs> I know this is not the most enjoy, enthralling game we're going to talk about, but every point counts. Um, so we've got a few people already with us. Gav Grundy, Paul Brooke, the YouTube user. Philip Halls from New Zealand is still with us, recovering from covid he hates Wickham
2: so. Ah, uh, that's <laughs> oh, a sentence yeah. of the day.
1: As <laughs> <laughs> with us, Carl Briggs is with us. We've got loads of you with us. Thank you all for being with us today. Um, Mick, Wickham are a good team, aren't they? I
3: oh, don't. I think you are <laughs> going to come to me first, and, and I, I'd, I'd like to try and you know sort of bring a bit of positivity to something one, for once mm. in my life.
1: God, this is it. not.
3: This is not going to be subject, is it? <laughs> I mean, for Christ's sake, it was just horrible. But I mean, I, I'm not even—I don't—I don't even know why I'm surprised. <laughs> but I am still ridiculously slightly surprised that it was as bad as it was. But
1: you know, I mean, I'm yeah. going to offer a slightly different viewpoint and say they were nowhere near as bad as what they what I thought they were going to be. Now, I will caveat that by saying they were time wasting within ten minutes. Yeah, uh, but. I thought, particularly second half, that was the most expansive I have ever, ever seen Wickham under Gareth Ainsworth, against us. Um, Danny, do you think that's fair or am I just giving too much credit?
2: Um, I think in the second half, Wickham probably realised we were trying to out-Wickham Wickham.
4: Wickham. Mm. Mm. And,
2: and I'm glad I haven't had a drink before I start saying this because I will be saying Wickham quite a lot in this sentence because um, we tried to <clears throat> basically just stop them playing football, so we did try and, and quite effectively in the first half try to out Wickham Wickham, but then Wickham caught on, so then we had to try and keep up with a different yeah. type of Wickham, but we That's still cool. kept up with it and stopped Wickham from scoring against a team trying to out Wickham Wickham and kept it nil nil. I can breathe now. <laughs> <laughs> fair yeah, assessment, I, that.
1: Think, I think it is a fair assessment, yeah. Um, let's go back to the start of the game, let's, let's look for the starting lineup because there are one or two changes, one or two surprises, I suppose. Uh, Vickers in goal again, and it was nil-nil, so that's another clean sheet coming to those stats then later on. Uh, the back three was last season's back three, Icky, Woody, and Angus McDonald, which I think was Angus's first league start, or, 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 that, or that last game, last league game. Actually. I can't remember. Anyway, it's great to see Angus back regularly playing football, which is what I'm trying to say. Um, the midfield three was the standard midfield three, Rathbone, Miles, and Barlasser. On the right-hand side was Harding, left-hand side Shane Ferguson, Smithy up top obviously and Chio Ogbene as the second striker Ben um let's start with the striking situation when we talk about the game I thought it just didn't work with Chio up top I I don't think he got involved in the game and when he got onto the right hand side when he was on the right hand side we saw Chio other than that we
0: didn't see him through middle yeah I don't think he links up well with. Smith up top, but I can't remember who he played up up front against. But he played really well, I thought. Who was it? He played up front for like last fifteen minutes. I'm pretty sure you did.
1: Yeah, I can't. Oh, we were. now you're
0: right. He played, but yeah, I thought he played well. Um, well oh, on it. Yeah, but I, I think know. the reason it didn't work well, that wasn't like when, mis-
2: when Woody was sent off as Smith were at centre back, was it? Not sure. I mean, Anyway.
0: No, I don't <laughs> think it was because I, I don't I, yeah. This uh, this
3: conversation is not as interesting as game yesterday, isn't it?
0: <laughs> oh he, he my I don't think it worked because we didn't have that attacking threat on the outside. I think last time we did mm. uh I can't remember what though. It might have been two two. But whatever. I, I think we lacked that attacking threat. It was a very defensive back five. So mm. I just think we lacked on the wings. I think it will have worked if we had Miller and Tutu playing instead of uh, Harding and Ferguson. Mm. Yeah. Will Robert mentions do you mentioned Chio did play up top against Brentford
1: last season on Taylor. I think against Barnsley as well last season as well. Um he has done it and it has worked in the past. Saturday for some reason, whatever that reason was, whether it was because we can nullified him, um I don't know Mick, but it's 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 tough because obviously JJ clearly wasn't fit enough to play any minutes because he didn't come on the pitch. Mm. So then it, it did create this problem. It did create this hole. Are you surprised he didn't go with Wiles again? Bearing in mind that started and didn't really have tried chance to try out on Wednesday. I thought it might have been a better option because like Ben said, you know we have no threat out wide
3: or very little threat out wide. Um, and and it, it culminated with you having to come out wide to collect the ball uh, eventually. Um, but yeah, it... The, the threat was nullified um, because that's what we can do in it. They just nullify everything, uh, including your will to live when you're watching them. Um, so, yeah, uh, it didn't work. You're right, it didn't. And, and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a quandary for, um, for for Warnie at the moment. Like you say, hopefully JJ might be fit for Tuesday or certainly for Saturday. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I'm not convinced by it. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm not at the moment, yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah. Would you, could, would you say anybody else, Danny? That Jamie says he thought Miller might have been a better option up front, but he's only played on Tuesday, Wednesday. Sorry. Is there any other options do you think, or do you think one was right to try it at least?
2: Um, I, I mean, it's a difficult one because we have got again Tuesday to think about, mm-hmm. which we mm-hmm. can probably see as as more of a three points potentially. Um, I think the main mind the main thought process was don't lose to Wickham. Um, because if we were to lose again and either Wigan or MK Dons were to have won, then that's the gap down to a single point, which, <clears throat> you know, now that we've only got nine games left, we need to keep a little bit of an eye or more of an eye on them. And so I think it starts coming into it, right, where can we effectively finesse points out of clubs now? Mm. It, it's more of the, uh, the tactics of winning points rather than winning football games, which sounds really bad to say, but when you do want to go up automatic and, MK Dons have got the tails up and they haven't lost in however many. You do need to keep a little eye on them. Um, I think to have played Wiles in that position would have probably been a better idea, but with a Doffin, the only other fit midfielder that's not a youth player, you know, because Lindsay's is out now for however long, um, we could have done that, but then we've got no midfielder option on the bench mm-hmm. if one of them was to drop out again. Uh, So I can see why we've played Chio there, but for me personally, he sort of like lingered out right a little bit too much. And I think that comes down to, he's trying to think how he plays for Ireland, because that's the sort of position he plays for Ireland. But he plays as a two there, because you've got the one centre forward and then the two slightly off it, Mm. which I think he plays with McLean uh, for Ireland in in that sort of position. um, so I, I think if we were to play that, we'd almost need to try and do a little bit of a Christmas tree with midfield, then the two, then smudge. Uh, whether that's an option next season, we'll have to wait and see, because if you were to have Chio and Miller and then Smith, that's quite frightening pace-wise. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> but you know, we, we played Ferguson on that left-hand side, probably because just as a little bit of defensive cover for um, for Icky, who was playing on the left and Angus was on the right, which puzzled me a little bit. I will admit, because bear in mind, Angus is left-footed. I don't think he's
1: left-footed, but he he played the left-hand side of that back three all last season. Yeah. It's just strange.
2: Yeah, but I I don't know. For me, it was just just one of them games of football where you were sort of willing them to score and you're really annoyed that they didn't score. But also, when looking at Chou's, it's like, at least we didn't lose, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that's my thought process behind it. We kept with come out. It's another clean sheet. It's a shame we didn't score uh, and win the thing, but point to point, in it? And I think mm. we are, is it two or three off the League One record for clean sheets in a season? I think it's two. Well,
1: we're now on 21, aren't we? Uh, 23rd yesterday.
2: Might be more than, it might be about four then. Yeah, yeah. getting there.
1: The club record, the club record is twenty four clean sheets in the season, from what I can tell, in the eighty eighty one season. So that's within mm. touching distance. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah Ben, I, I was I saw a lot of dis, discord. Not not the word displeasure. I can't. I there is a word I'm thinking of. I mean unhappiness on social media um, about the fact that we didn't go and win the game. But I am firmly in Danny's camp where. It's okay to pick up a point away way at Sunday like Wickham. I'm not saying they're a world-class team, but the way they play doesn't suit us. And to get out of there with everything still the same, it's not an amazing result, but it's, it's, it's certainly not a bad result.
0: There's other games that, that can be won. Um, I don't think that's a place where you go and push for the win because they'll just take sting out of you and then punish you. Hmm. Uh so I think the tactics yesterday, or what I thought looked like the tactics yesterday, were a good choice. And I thought a point's a good result because it's a point extra. It's not, at least we did lose. Do you know what I mean? I it think mm. uh, it's better than no points. And it just everyone drew yesterday, didn't they? So it's kind mm. of just another game, or like you know what I mean? Like Same thing. Happen. Yeah, like it didn't happen, with one game less. Mm. Which is probably the best result that could have could have happened, mm. uh, unless except I was winning obviously. But yeah, I'm happy we we're playing. I was, obviously, it's a bit annoying after watching all that and then <laughs> still get a point, but quite a point, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it is to add on on the? On that I point. think he's bang
3: on. I think he's absolutely bang on there, Ben. Um, you know, it, it, it was a not lose game, wasn't it? And you can't we can't win every week. Um, and, and, he's, and again, I'm going to reiterate what Ben's just said there. You know, if we'd have gone there and gone all guns blazing, we would have probably ended up getting punished. Um, so, so yeah. Walk away and we move on, don't we? we, we we've, we've kind of ticked it off the list. We've got it out of the our system. We don't have to put up with that anymore this season. Um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, they won't go up in, through playoffs and so we won't have to put up with it next season. Fingers crossed. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. been, it's been something that's sort of been bane of my life now for three or four years that you know we have to play them twice a year and it's just it's just like I don't know, it's like it's like looking forward to going at to dentist, isn't it? You know, what I mean you know it's you know it's gonna come twice a year, and you just don't want to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know that you've got to. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Michael Fairbank after playing Wednesday as well, a point is a decent result. These next two home games are key. Yes they are. Look onto those. <laughs> Philip Hall says he should have stayed in bed. Of yeah, good um, we'll call that Phil. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sheryl <laughs> uh, Stone, which I think is an important point, it wasn't as bad as the, as the game at New York. And I suppose that's it's not credit to Wickham, but it's important to point out um, that they were a bit more expansive. Although when, they were, as I mentioned earlier, when David Stockdale is time-wasting on like eight minutes and he's waiting for the attackers to come to him and attackers are sort of going, well, you're at home within eight minutes. <laughs> Why are you not mm. trying to move the game forward? Um was strange. But to be fair, Danny, well give a bit of credit to, to Wickham. I thought Stockdale's distribution yesterday causes a lot of problems. I thought it was very when he eventually did kick it, it causes a lot of problems. We we still dealt with it okay, but that was their best course of action we was going direct from Stockdale.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think again that <clears throat> comes down to them playing a bit more expansive in the second half as well. We mm. sort, uh sort of so understood what we were trying to do, and they went, "All right, we'll, we'll change it a little bit." And then Stockdale's distribution caught us out at times, but like you say, we did deal with it. <clears throat> um, the penalty shout! This penalty shout they had in the second half. <laughs> oh dear! Um, for me, right, it, it is a little bit. Suspect, but I think the referee didn't give it because we had a, a very blatant foul just before it. They've gone up the other end wait, wait, for a penalty. One? Um, oh, yeah, the, 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 the one on McDonald. No, I don't think so. I think I can't I can't remember it exactly. But there, there was a there was a chance coming forward, and some I can't remember who it was, but someone is felled, right, and all of called for a free kick. Uh, referee looks at it, doesn't give it. They go the other end, have a penalty shout, and then he doesn't give it. Mm. And we were all saying to each other if that other foul weren't given, he might have made that decision a bit more uh, harshly on us with the penalty. But that, that, and all their fans thought it was a penalty because, of course, they did. But yeah, I think uh, going back to Stockdale, his distribution was very good. Uh, probably one of the highlights for their for their uh, distribution throughout the game. Because let's face it, in that game, we couldn't. Both us and them didn't really string ten passes together. No. It was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven up in the air, lost possession and repeat for the rest of the game. But it, like um, Cheryl said, it was a better game because we tried to keep it on the floor a bit more. Mm. And I noticed that we weren't like oofing it as forward as much as we did at New York. We were trying to get it on the floor a little bit. I don't think Kiki got the message a little bit because he tended to <laughs> oof it long a little bit. Um, but yeah, whenever we got it in midfield, you could see they were trying to bring it down and play football. But then Wickham stopped us, then we can went long. And then mm. so we stopped them. It, it was just trying to like um, <laughs> trying to rub uh, the wrong ends of battery, uh, or, or a magnet together. They just kept flinging off each other, and nothing really happened yeah. with it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Just a, it's just a game I want to forget. Got a point. Move on. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Don <laughs> London was their manager
1: still channeling channeling his inner Mick Jagger with the cowboy boots. Yes. <laughs> Did you see the Jeff Stelling thing where Mick Mick me on like a Saturday? <laughs> Pre pre game for some reason, I don't know why. Sky supposed to ring Warney and uh and Gareth Ainsworth together. I was like Gareth Ainsworth were you know button unzipped to his belly button and they've come back to the studio, Jeff Stelling. There's two great get two great managers there, and then Jeff Stelling's got his, his shirt unbuttoned off it down. <laughs> copying uh, Gareth in it. It's funnier than I made it out to be. Yeah, um... I'll,
3: I'll, have a look, I'll have a look out for that, so if it raises a <laughs> smile, Matt, because that your description didn't
2: that uh... ain't is funny, is it? It was, it was just <laughs> yeah. the cutback and he's there just half cast with his shirt. It's like, oh, <laughs> Dick, National treasure is just sterling. He is, he is. Uh, Liam McGarry, just a word
1: on how good our fans were. Great noise, great numbers, Danny. They were, yeah. for, for, for a Wickham, which is not an exciting game, it's not a colloquial one, I had just got to Hartlepool three days earlier, they were very loud and there were loads of them.
2: Yeah, there were just shy of 1,000, I think. I think we're nine 988 eight, eight of us, I think. Very good, Dan. Uh, and yeah, the um, the noise was very good. We uh, we definitely tried to will our team on to score a little bit, but you can tell after 85 minutes we did just settle for the point in the end. Mm. Um, but yeah, great noise, great following. Um, it is potentially the last away day until Wembley now, if Sunderland gets called mm. off because of the international right. break. Um, so yeah, very great following. But the one bone I have to pick the wicket right? with our travelling contingent, the one bone I have to pick is that I don't have my sign anymore. <laughs> and, it's because, and it's because, fair enough, it's not the stewards' fault, they're just doing what they've been told to do. But this fellow comes up and he says, I'm sorry, mate, I'm going to have to take the uh, the flag off you. I was like, why, what's the matter? Oh, it's the it, uh, people upstairs think it's a bit too political, i have to take it off you. But it's like, can, it's like, all right, can I have it back at the end of the game? Yeah, yeah, sure, no worries. be able to get it after the game. Where, uh, where's my sign gone? Oh, we don't know where we put it. So Chief Stewart's looking round all bins and says, I'm sorry, mate, I think someone's binned it. It's like
0: <laughs> well, what did it say on it?
2: Hey, well, I can't repeat it. Oh, on, on lot. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. A, a, a more <laughs> rude version of Down with Putin, basically. But if not it's too pol- <laughs> and the worst thing also said to me, it was the police who were on in like the in the control box that said, Oh, it's hmm. too political that it's like, well, Plymouth, Shrewsbury and the Pool didn't have an issue with it. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll have two pounds <laughs> fifteen in a Freddie compensation, please, Wickham.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about another positive uh, S64 Million comments. Angus was amazing all game, man of the match from him. Um Ben I thought defence all, all three defenders did very well, but Angus is a cut above for me. He's, he's clearly the one of the best, probably the best defender we've got on his day. And they just couldn't, Wickham got absolutely zero change out of him.
0: Yeah, I I like him. Yeah, but he's. uh, he's I forgot forgot about this from last season. (laughs) He's got a stupid red card. He's got a stupid red card in him. as proven before. No, but he's just. Yeah, he's only got one red card in his career. But I don't know, man. There's something about him that it's just like in nowadays football. He's he's not for me. He's not. I don't know because I don't know. He's got a stupid red card in him. I I feel like. one every season, I feel like it can cost you. But yeah, he's got he's all right. I think it's he's all right. I think uh <laughs> I don't think he's what everyone thinks he might have to be. To be honest, I think I think I think every, a lot of people are being blinded by the fact that he's, he's had a comeback and all this, and it's you know of his story and stuff like that. But um, that's not going to do it for me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he's all sorry. right. I'd start him. Uh, I'd start him definitely, but. I think I think you're all
3: right. You didn't you did consult your notes properly there, Matt, did you? When you went to Ben? Nah.
0: No,
1: I didn't. know.
3: You, you didn't do your research.
1: <laughs> didn't think it through, did I? <laughs> Um Yeah, I'm just checking his his, his footballing career, Ben. I think he's had two two red cards
0: in his that's, footballing career. Three. That's right. all right. Apologies. But, yeah, but he nearly gave a goal away yesterday. Uh, yesterday, from just doing some stupid acrobatic that he didn't need to do. No, from that their oh, distribution, five. which nearly gave a goal away, which would have cost us a point and uh, a massive position in the title race. So I, I just don't see it. Unfortunately, All right. five private five cards, but two of them were
1: souls for Salisbury, which I'm not counting. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. But uh, Mick, come, come on. on, talk to come me on. about Angus McDonald. Yeah, Give I me I the like positive it. side of Angus. I like
3: him a lot. He, he's a very, very strong central defender, very strong, very experienced, isn't he? You know, and um, it, it just adds to the set that we've got already that's, you know, conceded just 21 goals all season away from uh, 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 in, in the league. You know, it, it just he uh, it, it improves the defence whenever he comes in there, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Whether he plays at left side or or, or right side or or even well, I'm not sure. we have not seen him playing centre, but um, no, I, I like him. I, I, I'm not, um, I'm not, a, I'm not in the same camp as Ben. I do understand the fact that you know he might have a red card in him, but every central defender in the world has a red card in him, don't they? <laughs> because sooner or later they're going to have to earn one. What well, uh, for example? Yeah, precisely. So um, no, I like, yeah, him. I like if...
0: him a lot. It's good to see him back. Go on, Ben, defend your position. It's not this, this is a stupid red card, it's a stupid decision. You mean like Matic does sometimes? No, it's not it's not that kind of decision. It's a it's a I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but just like yesterday, like doing some acrobatic sidekick to try and get the ball and let their player go through. Mm. It's just stupid stuff like that. It's just a bit. I just, I just don't like. I'm it. all for. I'm all for an I'm, I'm, clearance. I, I am I'm, all on board. Yeah, like I'm that. not when it's a massive when it's a big game in a title race. I'm not. It just for me. It just shows that the pressures don't get to him. He just gets on with it and he's just treated like every other game, which all I right, think is good. He doesn't get to you, but he, he he goes and scores that. Then Wickham defend like there's no tomorrow that we lose. We lose that game, and it's a point down. So. No, but it didn't happen, did it? But he, he should have. Oh,
2: ben, I, 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 I think when Wickham your... are limiting our distribution, I think someone trying an acrobatic, it just goes to show they are trying to shake the game up a little bit. True. Now, I would also like to point out that Angus has had the same number of red cards as Richard Wood in his career, in terms of his professional career, both on three. Very good, ben. Yeah,
0: but Richard Wood, Wood is only been order,
2: sent then. off once for us, whereas Angus's other, other two red cards what came did? for Barnsley. Woody's well, been set off twice, hasn't of was, he? I it was twice, I can remember.
1: Yeah, he got set off um, Millwall last season, last man, wasn't he? Where he ah. fell off. The ah. sort of, he almost fouled him with his head. Uh, brilliant. Um, yes. Uh, ben, Don wants to know if you're with us for the next episode, just for uh, one thing or another. Are you with us on Thursday? Fortunately, not now. Typical Ben. Pops up for one episode. <laughs> anyway, no Millwall. Um, John S. Have I missed missed Mick's rant yet? Um, to be fair, Mick, I thought we would get a much bigger rant from you about Wickham's style and performance, but you were quite measured. Well,
3: that's, I don't see point. I don't see point. You know what I mean? It's just they just oh, now I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Not tonight. Not on that. It's just like it's like it's just well, it's pointless, isn't it? we said you can't say anything that we haven't already said about Wickham and the way that they play and the way Gareth Earnsworth sets his team up. You know, they're simply and it is and it is it's as simple as this, they are not good enough to play any other way. And I don't care whether they've got who they've got up front or, or wherever, they are simply not good enough to play any other way. Because if they were, they would they wouldn't play in that fashion. They'd go out and they'd attack teams and they'd try and win games and they don't. So hopefully we'll get well. Well, it would appear against us yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they do it against other teams as well. It, it seems to me that you 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 scroll through social media when Wigan Wickham, Wickham have played and you pretty much get the same sort of um, feedback from other supporters as supporters of other clubs. So I don't know, maybe it's not just us, maybe it is, I don't know, but whatever. They'll get what they deserve anyway, won't they? They'll they'll build the they'll be in league 1 next season.
4: Mm.
3: And that's what they yeah. deserve. No ambition, is it? Well, that's what it is, isn't it? You know, you've got a you've got a rich American owner who wants to who's gonna do this, that, and the other, and then you've got a manager in the team with absolutely zero ambition when it comes to playing football. great laugh. I wish I wish I were a Wickham, Wickham fan. I'll tell you that right
2: now. If that's why they only attract five thousand. Mm.
3: I'm amazed they attract that many. So, I, I, ooh, I am ooh, amazed. Bled, and, and it's like,
2: amazing,
3: you, you know what I mean? You, you you listen to them banging on on social media about, you know, calling people salty and everything else. That, and and that some of them are actually proud of it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of them are proud of the way that they play. It's like, what, what are you watching? What do you do for fun? <laughs> 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 Jesus!
2: I think they're like looking at the scenery around the stage, you know, the nice rolling hills and the trees and the industrial estate. Um <clears> Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> well, um, what about the the sign, the rock and roll football sign? Oh
2: I mean, dear! Have
1: you watched? Have you watched the person who's what made that sign has clearly not watched Wickham before because that ain't rock and roll football. <laughs>
3: I think that's meant to be ironic, in it? It's it got to be, it's got to, surely that's got to be ironic. Isn't that the name of Gareth
2: Ainsworth band as well? Rock and roll football, or is it? I, I, could I, I don't know. I, I, that, that meant to be a joke because he might have paid for it. I don't know, but
1: <laughs> I, I <got> it done. <laughs> that's, that's that's his fee. You don't get paid, you don't get a wage. you just get this one, they just get signed at the stadium. <laughs> yeah. god, yeah, rock and roll football, guys. Rock and roll, it's not rock and roll, it's rock and roll. The sign says,
2: in fact, it's rock and roll That's football, rock and roll is well and truly dead. Good grief, <laughs> wow! Yes, <laughs> <It's>
1: brilliant. <laughs> uh, where have we got John Ox to be? Never a game for the purest. Are we going to struggle to get over the line? He hopes not. I suspect not. Um, anyway, moving on to some more positive news Michael Smith played his 200th game for Rotherham United at the weekend. Ben uh, couldn't add to it, but he didn't really score. The, the, I think the keeper pulled off a Wildership or it went slightly over the bar from a header in the first half. Um, Smith just did his normal job. He, he struggled because because of the way Chio played in, in terms of getting help in and around him, but Smithy had another solid game for me.
0: Yeah, he was all right. He was just... I don't think he was as good as he usually is, but I think that's down to the way we tried to play and the way the game was... Going to be played. Uh, I think it was going to be a, if he was going to score, it was going to be, you know, a scrambling box from a corner or a Mm. runner goal. So, yeah, he did what he could. I'm guessing he he did what his job was and that's it. That's all he can really ask for, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. That was a very football Um, manager answer that, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Have you, have you been getting um, training from
1: NFL Academy about media, media answers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at end the end of the day, game. I'll from the boys. So they're on to the next one, one game at a time. You know, that, that's all you're getting taught then. Not actually NFL stuff to try to answer no,
0: questions.
1: No, just like media that. training. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a quick mention of Lewis Wing? Because he's so got, got a lot of stick, Mick. And other than one shot... It must be hard work playing them. if you, For somebody who wants to play football, it must be hard work playing in a Wiccan team, as a midfielder, because it just gets bypassed. And I just thought it would funny he got booed quite a lot. That's, I, I, that's all I just wanted to get into the show, really.
3: Uh, you, you, you're making an assumption there that Lewis Wing wants to play football. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, Lewis Wing has not proved at any stage, when I've seen him, that he actually Rant wants to play football. <laughs> it's not, is it? He doesn't, he's not interested. He weren't interested when he were with us, he clearly weren't interested when he were down at Wendy's. You know, that's why Middlesbrough got rid of him. That's why why they tried to, to palm him off on us. We weren't going to pay his wages, obviously. Wednesday'd pay his wages for him to do no. Um, and he's, he's gone down to Wickham now to do no because Wickham do no anyway, don't they? So it fits perfect, it fits right in there. So, I, I. I weren't a fan of him when he was with us and I said it on the podcast a few times. I said that there was something not right about his attitude or, or whatever. Well, he, he's gone on to prove that's the case and he? he's just lazy. He is just lazy. And and if he can earn six grand a week for doing what he does, I mean, crikey, O'Reilly. You know, it's just, it's, a, it's immense, isn't it? Yeah, you can't blame him. But, now nah, it's garbage, mate. He is he's garbage and he's garbage not because of his ability, not because of his skills, but because of his attitude. So, is it right? Place is in the right, in the right <laughs> bang on the right place. It's fine. Is there a perfect fit then to
2: Lewis and Wickham? Aren't they? I definitely agree with the channel that we made up. It's just a lesser version of Ollie Rathbun and then proceeded to foul him as soon as we saw it. Finch is like, Yeah, <laughs> <we> better be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, poor Lewis Wing. I get all, all this grief from me. What's up with
3: you? Oh, well, just put some effort in.
1: Yeah, it, all listen, right.
3: Listen, we're Rotherham fans, aren't we? And and we've talked about this many many times. All we ask from our players is that they give us hundred percent effort. Right, that's it. We don't, and that, and that's all we ask for, Lewis Wing. If you're lucky, you're lucky to get ten percent effort out of him, and most of that's expended walking down the tunnel onto the pitch, isn't it? <laughs> you know, the rest of his time, he just
2: does not care, he's not interested. So, I'd love to see what his performance stats are like, you know, like mm. uh, in terms of distance run. Because when we had yeah. Mac, Pru- see, Mac Pru- covering at least 100 kilometers a game, except Oli Rafin runs to the moon and back every game, yeah. and probably Lewis Wing runs about, I don't know, probably down road to fetch his post, and that's it, mm. yeah.
1: Done Donald London and mixed back, the world has realigned, we were getting worried earlier. There we go. You know,
3: I, it's not a rant, it's is it? I'm just It was a rant. It was a rant. All right then, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah,
1: You're gonna you look silly if we if we resign him in summer now. <laughs> I well,
3: listen, back. you know what? You know what? I, I'll put my hand on my heart now and tell you now that if we re-sign him in summer, I will say
1: exactly the same. We'll see. I'm sure he will, unless it comes on the podcast, then you won't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no,
2: he'll just not have me on when he comes on, will <laughs> you?
3: That's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, we'll
2: just be sat there to one of them chairs, like me, don't yeah. annoy him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Andrew Kelly says there was no atmosphere at Wickham for the Wickham end, not the other end. Um, apparently, they banned a the young lad playing the drum. Um, too exciting, playing a drum that's far too exciting for him. So that's why they had to. <laughs> to
2: do that. I really, um, an interesting point, actually. Can you imagine if we banned Miller Bear from our stadium for it in his drum?
1: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, the thing is, Miller Bear with his drum doesn't really add anything. They, they, that clearly gl- 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 added some sort of the atmosphere. Uh, sorry, Miller Bear, if you're listening. That's not your of, but, <laughs> um Paul Brock, what do you think of Rathbone? I thought I had a quiet game for him. Yeah, Danny, but it's just that it, in those type of games... I thought Barlaster was quiet, but not because of him, because the, bi- the midfield was bypassed all game for both teams. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think so. I mean, the only thing I can say for the Rathbun is he did more running than Lewis Wing and had a better game. And the only way, the only way Lewis Wing could really stop him was by grappling on him, using his height advantage, and then fouled it. And then, yeah. I'm say gave it back, back a fair bit as well. And you just saw the knockings of it being an interesting battle. then it all went quiet again. Um, But like I say, quiet game, I think it's because um, in terms of the ball being on the pitch, like I said, the the midfield was bypassed and they only really got it on the floor until the midfield when we tried to play it on the floor. Then we can us and and snuffled it out straight away. Mm. Um, Yeah, it it wasn't a game for the midfielder. um, But I think Tuesday will be a game for the midfielder.
1: It yeah, no was Danny Williams, Dave Scrivens.
2: <laughs> Danny sounds like a garlic. Can you I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's up with my mic. I've tried unplugging know. it and blowing up the portal. Oh no! Shall we come back and try again?
1: Yeah, let me come back. We'll see if we get it <laughs> right. Brilliant. I think you know what. That's a good time. Let's have a quick quick pause. We've got a new manscape app, which I'm sure is terrible. uh So you go here from manscape. The product's amazing. Here we go, we're back, and hopefully, Daniel back on the other side of this advert. Thank you. We've already heard in the past few months about the legendary Lawnmower 4.0, the revolutionary Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped, and how it has changed the game with male grooming, blow the waist grooming. Um, I should also mention that it is designed for the blow the waist grooming, but it also does help if you want to shave your face, if you want to shave your head, make sure you use it for that one as well. Um, it really is a, a, an all-round package. Another brilliant product on the Manscaped website is the Peak Hygiene plan. So if you're something blades, if you're on a crop reviver, whichever product you choose as part of that plan, they will replenish. So when you run out £15 for every three months, they'll make sure you don't go low on any of the world-class products that they are provided. So if you haven't already, go on to manscaped.com and at checkout, there's a code NYT and that will get you 20% off and free shipping. And Ben highly recommends it. There we go. Thank you very much, Ben. Ben highly recommends it. Um, Liam McGarry mentions that if Wiles didn't get tripped up at the end, we could have stole all three points. Personally, he thought it was a red now we had this conversation between us three yesterday, and I, uh, I'm sure that Danny will have a similar sort of comment as well. Uh, Mick, for you, it was for, for me it was cynical, but it probably wasn't a red card because Joe Jacobson, the fullback, was just just covering. But if he, if he would have given a red card, I also don't think the defender could have had much argument either.
3: No, I think. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's an orange, innit? We talked about this the other night, didn't we? Um, you know, it, it's, it, it, a yellow's not enough. A yellow and a free kick is not enough in that position. Uh, bearing in mind that the situation that Wiles were in, he was he was going to be one on one with the keeper. No, no question about that. Um, but it's not in the area, so it can't be a penalty. There's a man covering, so it can't be a red card. Yellow's just not enough, is it? Um, I, I have no doubt that Wiles he would have gone on to score that covering defender or otherwise, you know. Um, so, but it, again, it goes back to what we talked about the other night. A, a similar kind of scenario as the is he interfering into interfering position, you know.
4: Yeah.
3: Is he covering into covering? How can a referee or a linesman in that instant make that decision, you know, without being able to watch it back, without being being able to watch it forward? You know, you can't make that decision effectively, but we're asking them to make it. The bottom line is, it's prevented a goal-scoring opportunity. But what we're going to do is we're just going to add into there, but it might not have been if somebody else might have been able to cover. So let's put a bit of a grey area in there. And that's what's caused. That's that's why why we've got a free-kick in the yellow card. Um, you know, in days gone by, without this, who is the defender covering? That was a goal-scoring opportunity, and it would have probably been a red card, justifiably so. So, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, um, not sure why Wilsie took it. Uh, well, yeah, Matic took it to be fair, but you no. know, we know he can. We know he can bang one in, can't he? But mm. disappointment, really. But I mean, it nearly went in. The referee, to be fair to him, did play an advantage, didn't he? And you know, it, it kind of. Got almost cleared just off the line, if you like. Um, so but I, I, yeah, disappointing. But
1: what got cleared off that line? it oh, went back when Wiles got through it, sort of almost it went towards, yeah, goal, it, it kind of bobbled there.
3: towards goal and then it got sort yeah. of cleared out at six yard box. I think is probably a better, better way, yeah. but. Yeah, I, I want a penalty for that, or I want a red card. A red card's not going to do us any good at that time of game, is it? Let's be fair. I want the penalty, even no.
1: though <laughs> it was that area. Well, you do. Yeah, uh, I
3: mean, let's be fair. The 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 the, the, the Premier League are changing rules every 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 game, aren't they? You know, in terms of what's a foul and what inter foul. Um, if anybody's not seeing the Newcastle Chelsea game today, um. Have a look on social media, it's all over there. There's an absolute stonewaller that's just very out yeah. <laughs> of Well, I, I didn't watch that yeah, game. I, I, watched
1: the, that. I watched Leeds against Norwich instead, and believe it or not, Stuart Atwell had a really, really good game again.
3: You've said this twice now, Matt, and no, we, have... you and I need to have a sit-down.
1: Yeah, it, honestly, it, honestly, a decent game, uh, but anyway, sorry for another day. Danny's back with us, let's test your sound by asking Danny, the one Miles instant at the end, Mick thinks... If there was such an orange thing as an orange card, should have been an orange card, yeah. but it shouldn't be a orange card because some of just was just about covering.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's that oh, thank Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah, join join at the right moment to talk about the free kick. In my in my opinion, why is Matic took it? Yeah, you know, I, mean, I mean, he's done well to get it over the wall, but then there's the whole aspect of getting it under the crossbar, which he failed to do. <laughs> um, I mean. I'm... Anyway, but yeah, probably an, an orange card towards the end. Uh, probably the same circumstance that Havertz deserved an orange card for Chelsea with his flying elbow on, um, oh, I forget player's name, more or less the same thing that um, one of our players got sent off for last season. But basically coming in with the flying elbow, is like, but he's not intentionally done. I think it was Smith against Wednesday that got sent off for something like that. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Crooksy uh, against... Great yes, that, yes, that was it. Yeah, so Look at me remembering some of the you UN. uh, unbelievable. But yeah, so if Crooks have been sent off for that, I have it sent off for that, in my opinion. But like I say, Premier League rips up the rule book and writes a new one every week. So anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, probably an orange card towards the end. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I'm really looking forward to talking about Lincoln because it's that one of them where it's just like, yeah, it's happened, and off it goes.
3: I, I I'm same as you, Danny. I'm trying to. I'm looking at clock now. Wondering how the hell we've got forty minutes out of that game. <laughs> we've got,
1: we've got and, one and, more and, topic to cover Yeah, We've got substitutions to
2: talk about.
0: Oh, come well, on! One well,
2: well, do you want it?
0: Crack on! on you get then. Your
2: running order, then. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, question is though: Have we been live longer than the balls in play? That is the question. It, it must be getting close now. What all it? live? <laughs> yeah. A bit. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, my question is basically Joe Matic coming on in the 82nd minute. That was our second substitution of the game. And bear in mind, we had a side 2 2 and JJ on the bench. I, I didn't really understand. We'll start with you, Ben. I don't really understand bringing Joe Matic on to change to a forward <clears throat> back, which made even less sense to change your entire system. I, I can, I, I can sort of sound keeping everything the same and just keeping solid, but to bring Matic on to make an entire change of formation when you've got some attacking players on a side 2 2 is not. All out attacking is it? Um, I didn't really get the Matic substitution,
0: and I didn't get not making a third substitution. To I
1: assume JJ wasn't fit. To be honest
0: with you, but what do you, you think? You've gone to the wrong person because I think it's un- I think it's incredibly unfair because which all bit? All to to analyze the substitutions and the tactics because we don't know the game plan. We don't know everybody's fitness. We don't know if maybe Harding was carrying a little bit of knock. But then Maybe. you've got two who, who
1: fills in that position, plays that position.
0: I don't know what the game plan was, so I can't... I can't, well, The game plan was to change form. formation. I don't understand why we would change formation. Well, if you know, the if the you know more about the game plan... Animals,
2: then, that's what
0: it was. Yeah. I don't know the game plan. I don't know what he was thinking, what he was trying to do. I don't know what he saw on the pitch to make him want to make a substitution. I, I, you've asked the wrong person. I'm not, I, I feel unfair commenting on it. Because cop out. There's a lot, there's a lot more to it than just, oh, we need a change. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm not
1: saying it was the wrong decision to make it to make that type of change. My, my, my point is, I cannot <laughs> understand the change in formation. The change in formation presents more problems than it actually solves. Well, you, you don't know, him, do you? It, it does, and I'll tell you why. Icky got caught out. Icky, Icky went to right back, and he got caught out for being too narrow. And
0: that's the problems know if, it caught. You don't know if Harding was carrying a knock, then he could have got isolated, and you could have even been two to you one. Been I don't know what the exactly. game I am I don't know what he's trying to achieve. I, there we go. You know, you're, asking <laughs> the you're asking the wrong person. asking the wrong person. Okay, let's move. Let's ask somebody else. Danny? Ask Paul Warren if you can ask anybody.
2: Right. Obviously, Ben's right with the whole thing of we don't know if, if Harding was carrying a knock or anything. I agree. Yeah. But if Harding's playing on the right side, right, Chio is okay enough defensively to cover that right side. So, and, and if we need to go to four at the back, Shield can probably do a job as a right back if push comes to shove. Right. Because he's got, he's got enough def- defensive acronym about him to be played as a wing back who has to do both. So he must have something defensively to be able to do it. Right. With Aussie 2-2 coming on, I agree that was probably the preferred option because if we need someone to run the channel, um, he is the more natural person to bring on. He's just a little bit, Less defensive minded than Matic is because Matic's a defender, but to bring Matic on, it was like everyone, virtually everyone in the crowd went, "Right, we're for point now." Mm. Once at the point, we're going to we're going to try and sit on it and keep keep a clean sheet and stop them conceding. And you're right, Icky did get caught out at times on that right hand side because Icky isn't a right back; he's a centre back. Mm. Um, but I mean, if, if you're going to play that sort of thing, like like you say, attacking hard enough. I'd te- I'd probably have to took- make a make a double sub, tech hard enough, and put Matic on, play Chio at the back, and then potentially bring on, I, I don't know, Aussie two two as well, you know, because we'd only made one sub by the time Matic came on, so make make the second and the third switch up enough where you can still play with y- with your four at the back, but still have someone who could potentially run in behind Smith and run that line a little bit, you know, someone with a bit of pace about him, a bit of trickery that could do a job there, but. I don't, I don't know, I think Matic's main role was to, like, shore up defence, don't let us concede, but unfortunately it created an issue with Icky getting caught out on the right-hand side. And unfortunately for Matic, he didn't do himself any justice by making a hash of the free kick as well when, you know, Barlow could have played it short and someone just could have had a pop from it from outside the 18-yard box, which could have probably brought the same end result as well. Um. But yeah, I think I think to analyze to analyze the whole substitution thing, it is like Ben says we don't we don't exactly know what we're on about because we're not football coaches. Yeah. But at the same time, it's nice to talk about it and what we would have done differently if we were in that situation. You know, like have someone run the channel, have someone who's a bit less um, caught outy in the right back position. You know, but anyway, we, we can we can argue we can argue about it until cows come home. But, to. Yes, but <laughs> in my opinion, Matic was the wrong substitute. We didn't need some... If we wanted to really win the game, to bring on a defensive player wasn't the right shout, which is why I'm led to believe we were going for the don't lose idea, and that's why we brought on an extra defender.
1: Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And to be fair, what I will point out is we're not having a dig at Warnham and his team, oh, no, I'm saying... It's just fun. It's, it, I I find it a fun conversation to have. What would you have done? Like Dennis says, what would what would I have done? Even though we're just you yeah. know four idiots that don't actually know anything about football. Um, Mick, anything? Any? any what's your two pence worth on this one?
3: Uh, I got any? To be honest, I think I think it would just look. Let's not lose this game. Let's put some get some bit more experience back there. Uh, if we can nick a goal, so be it. But another very very experienced defender on there. Um. You know, they'd already brought big lad on, have not they, you know, yeah. who's was incredibly experienced and, um, and and really cute. So it, it may be just not from a strength point of view, but from a sort of um, football and intelligence point of view, uh, just trying to counteract that as well. Um, so, don't you know, it, it, the bottom line is we came away with a point. Uh, and i imagine most of them came away still awake as well which which you know you're very thankful for both of them things aren't you
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is very very true uh right fine let's move on um let's move forward to the to the, yes. to the game um let's start before we move on properly let's, john has to be asking the quest in the comments how many points do the panel or panel guys panel, uh, <laughs> do we feel we need to get over the line for automatic promotion mm-hmm. What I will stick with what card? I've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sticking with my 90-point my uh, comment, which I've been sticking for a while, which leaves us 13 points from promotion, uh, from, for me, what is guaranteed promotion, and we have nine games left. So win four, draw one, we're there. Um, does anybody have an advance to that? I mean, any, any different answers to that, or are we all agreement with that one?
3: I don't think we'll need that as it turns out, I think ultimately when it comes down to it, I think 90 points will definitely get you promoted. I suspect possibly, probably less than 90. I, I haven't got, don't ask me for a specific figure because I don't know. Um, but I reckon four, four more wins, four more wins and no defeats will see us up, which I suppose yeah. gives gives you 90 points, doesn't it? Uh, 90 points plus, but um, I, I, I can't see us losing again this season. Cool. I genuinely can't. I can't see us losing again. It's just a question for me of how many we can win.
4: Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I might be wrong. I don't know. I hope I'm not, because um, I think I think if you went to end the season now undefeated, then you'd you'd be you'd be very 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 unlucky not to get promoted. Mm. Yeah, you know, let, let's not worry too much about it for the time being, we, we're still a little bit, because because it's pointless, and, and because what's going to happen is we start worrying about it, then we turn up on Tuesday night or we turn up on Saturday, and the crowd as a whole are starting to worry about it so the quiet, which then transmits to players who are also starting to worry about it you know, social media is all worrying about it, everybody starts, you know, and, and it creates it creates an atmosphere that that puts more pressure on players ultimately, and but that's no unavoidable. unavoidable. It's not unavoidable, it, that, is it? But it is, isn't it? No, it's but not. For
1: me, for me, that's for me, it's completely unavoidable because you just we're going for promotion. You can't not think about the scenarios. i not. No,
3: no you're, you're missing my point. You're missing my point. I, I, of course, you're going to think about the scenarios. Of course, you're going to think about well, what happens if? What happens if? If not? But let's not concentrate on the what happens if we don't, because that what happens is. Everybody starts talking about, well, what happens if this happens? What happens if we lose this game or lose that game or lose other game? Nobody talks about what happens if we win that game, win this game, win the other game. Everybody looks on the negative side of it. And consequently, what happens is we get dull, boring atmospheres, dull, boring, nervous atmospheres at home, at home games. That's what happens. And then it transmits to players. We should be. We, we we need to be coming at this as support us from a completely opposite direction. You know, how many games can we win? We can win this game. This game is winnable. Not, oh god, if we lose this game, we're in trouble. We should be approaching it from a completely different mindset.
2: And that is yeah. exactly what was wrong with the MK MK Don's game. Yeah, absolutely.
3: God, everybody, everybody yeah. were thinking, and and I'll, I'll listen. I'll stick my hand up. I thought exactly the same. Well, if we lose this game, it's not great. You know, it's no. If we win this game. And that's the that's the approach that as supporters we need to be taking, because we need to be making New York Stadium not only a fortress on the pitch but off the pitch. Mm. Uh, we need to be getting behind them, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's and, and I'm not you know me. I'm not one of, I'm not one of these people who it, it kind of it kind of winds me up a bit. You know when people bang on about oh crowd were quiet, uh, no singing, no standing up and all that. It's just nonsense. I don't like it. But on the flip side of that. There is a serious point to it and the serious point is that that if we talk about this now well you know what if we lose two games or we lose three games you need to approach it from a different point of view that's that's my just my my view that's all we need to be going down to new york stadium on tuesday night and lifting the roof off it mm-hmm. even if we're three and down at half time we need to be lifting the roof off that stadium but you know that won't happen, don't you? If,
1: if we're 3 0 down at half time, I suspect there'll be people fighting with each other. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's, yeah. 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 But, well, I you, really. but, but you, mm. you
3: know where I'm coming from. Yeah. We've, we've got a part to play in this running as supporters. And that part is not asking what's going to go wrong. OK.
1: I'll just be prepared. In the next episode, I'll probably ask you about what's going to go wrong. So, be Yeah. Yeah. I'll be <laughs> Uh, Cheryl Stone points out what you've been saying that the fans have been really anxious at the home, uh, especially against MK Dons. It's really affected the atmosphere. Yes, I agree. Power Mad UK. We should be focused on winning the league without that mentality. I don't, without that mentality, I don't think we'll get promotion, automatic promotion. things Um And YouTube, YouTube points out that these next two games will give us more of an idea, of I think will give us a very, very good idea of where we are because this is our game in hand. Um, so, anyway, anyway, anyway. So then we weren't able to talk about in the last episode because it hadn't happened, is Paul Warren had won Manager of the Month. Uh, I think retrospectively, he got the curse, uh, Danny, sorry, because he lost to MK Dons in the first game of the month, second game. Of the month. So curse is already done, I suppose, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, we can say that. <clears throat> I mean, people are very quick to go on social media and say that, that's for sure. It's like, oh, it's already happened. But the thing I found funny about it was on the official announcement about it, you had MK Don's fans piping up saying, oh, we've, we've already beat them. Is that another oh, not Rod from fans replying saying, you don't know how months work, do you? Which <laughs> really funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully MK Don's is a little blip. The atmosphere there was probably influenced by the fact that MK Don's were third, uh, our third. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's when the nerves creep into it. But as fans, you suck. Sort- I, I don't know, it's, it's a weird way to describe it, but you sort of have to suppress your nerves and try and really get behind them on the day. Like, we're playing third place, let's beat them, come on. Mm. You know, and I mean, when we're playing Lincoln, we're playing 16th now, but Lincoln are a tricky side. You know, they were a tricky right. side when we played them earlier in the season, and they'll be up for this because their starting goalkeeper's now out for the season. They um, were brilliant will so yeah, Josh Riffers were amazing at their place. He kept it at one-one. I think I can't remember where I did the ball, but he pulled off an absolute worldy to save that. Um, but he's out, so they're now going with their backup goalkeeper, um, who has also kept two clean sheets in his last three. You know, so again, it's just you know get behind them. We're in a pro- not only a promotion running, but a title-winning running now. You know, we're into the last ten. This is. The help, the the home stretch, the last 200 meters of this marathon season, and we really need to get behind them now. And whenever the home atmosphere is really disappointing, and it's really quiet, and there's not a lot of singing or getting behind the lads. It is quite disappointing. It's like it's almost as if we want them to fail, which is a, a weird way of saying it. But if you're not behind them in a literal noise sense, it reflects that on the pitch, like, and then they don't give that extra 10% that the 12th man can give a club and like mick says if we really want to have a proper good promotion running we need to be a lot louder in the literal sense but also in a um getting ourselves geared up for a game sense you know Tuesday night under lights at new york against lincoln city one of our historic historically most played clubs i think this will be the 95th meeting between our, our two clubs we need to get geared up for it. We need to get geared up to the, for the game. It's like we were geared up for when we played Sunderland at the start of the season and we beat them mm-hmm. 5-1. We were geared up for when we played Portsmouth, we beat them 4-1. Now, now reflect that sort of atmosphere onto the Lincoln game and who knows what the score could be. But if we stay quiet, Lincoln might sneak it, which I really don't want to happen. Because then if Lincoln sneak a win, then everyone will be going on, on Twitter and having, a, and having a big grumble about us losing to Lincoln and like, oh, that's promotion bottled. No, don't don't think with that mentality. Think with the mentality of going for the league. Don't don't settle for automatics. If we get automatics, fair enough, and Wigan's picked us to it, fair enough. We'll hold our hands up and say well done to Wigan. But whilst we're in this position, we cannot sit back on it. We need to say right, it's league title or bust for the time being. Mm-hmm. You know, just go for it. Get behind the lads and go for it. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Um, on the uh, Lincoln game, the referee is set to be Chris Sargentson. I will caveat that by saying the referee, who we were meant to have on Saturday, did change. So this could well change again. If it doesn't, let's assume it is Chris Argensen. Um He refers away at MK Dons. I don't remember anything particularly bad about that. Um, what I do know about him is that he refereed Bolton against Morecambe last week. And Morecambe fans were extremely unhappy with him because of some decisions. And I've seen some of the decisions, and they were some horrible and horrendous refereeing decisions. One of the most stonewall penalties I've seen in a long time. It wasn't given. Um, So just bear that in mind that, yes, he was fine against for us, but for other teams, he has been truly horrendous. So let's see what we get Tuesday night. Um, Two wins out of the last seven, Lincoln. um, But they have big away wins at Plymouth and Wigan this season. And they're one of them teams, Mick, that I thought at the start of the season, well, even when we played them in September, I thought they'll be in and around the playoffs. I'm mm. really, really surprised they're down 16th. I didn't see this coming. I assume I, I their fans put it in either.
3: No, probably not. Uh, they're, they're, they're a work in progress, aren't they? I think, um, you know, and they've got some... Obviously, still got a lot of work to do, but um, they, they're, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Lads is everybody that comes to New York Stadium. We're top of league. Everybody wants to beat us. Mm. So... We need to be up for it and I'm sure that the team will definitely be up for it. We, as for supporters need to be up for it. Let's be positive, for God's sake. I'm the one that at the beginning of the season was saying, hey, whoa, 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 whoa just hang on a minute here. Just calm no, down a won't. bit. I, just I, I know
1: that. Because I've gone man. back and looked at your pre-season predictions.
3: Ah, well, no, 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 no. That, that might be, I don't know what they were. I can't remember, obviously. But, you know, when everybody were talking in December and in November and December saying, oh, you know, this is this is our season. We, can we start celebrating or not? but 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 now we've got to the se- the point of the season you know where where we should be sort of almost celebrating we're all start looking for looking for reasons why we're not going to go up. come on uh, what did you ask me ask me about Lincoln yeah they, they've not done very well have they but they're going to be hard for us to beat so we need to be we need to be on it we need to be on our game and we will be Warney will have the players up for this game um, and we're more oh, yeah. than capable of putting them away, putting it, to, putting it to bed. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think that's right, Ben. I asked you about your ideas on what Mix just mentioned about mentality and, and where we are at the stage of season, etc. What, what, how do you feel? What do you mean? The mentality of promotion the, the potential negativity, the positivity, the the fans making an impact.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be. Obviously, we we aren't. We don't have a. 50,000, 60,000 the stadium. It's only 10,000, at a game. So it's not, the fans don't play as big a bigger part as they would at, say, Old Trafford or, you know, some of these Premier League stadiums or even, even if it was Hillsburn, it was full for once or Bramall Lane or somewhere like that. You know, with like that, where it's, I don't know how to explain it, but that's never been our ground atmosphere, like, atmosphere, like, do you know what I mean? I don't mm. think that's gonna play a part. I think that's an excuse. Uh, I think I think it's I think there's got nothing to lose and I think it, what happens in the next few games is gonna show a lot about uh, our players and show a lot about how they approach football. I think mm. it's gonna show a lot about the club, about the manager. And time will tell on whether they can handle it or not. And nothing to lose as fans. Just watch T handle it quickly or not. Are you right? I think it will show the
1: character of the players and the manager and everything else, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, I don't agree on the fan bit, but let's not do so too much tonight. <laughs> so. um, let's go back and let's go ahead and look at what we think the alliance will be. Will Roebuck, um, are we having Reg back in on Tuesday? And that's a pretty big question, Mick, because as we mentioned, the back three didn't do anything particularly wrong when they were back three. But you've got Angus, who we don't really know his full fitness situation. Can he play Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday? Because he played 90 minutes on Wednesday, mm. and Woody that can also not not always play 90 minutes on Saturday, 90 minutes on Tuesday, and Barry Marmot up Saturday again next week. So it's it's an impossible question for us to answer because we don't know fitness levels. But What would you do?
3: I don't know what I'd do, uh, but I know that it's not. A, I know that it's not a particularly difficult question for. For wanting to answer himself once he's once he's sort of looked at looked at uh, Lincoln and looked at the players in training because he's got five or six fit players who are more than capable of performing any of the roles that he wants to give them. You know, Reg is now back. Yeah, maybe Reg will come in and and Angus will have a rest or Woody will have a rest or or whatever. I don't think it's an issue in terms of um, in terms of ability back there. So whoever Warnie decides to put in there, it will be the right decision based on what he knows about the the fitness of each and fitness and sort of fatigue levels, if you like, of each player. So um, I'd like to see Ridge back. I would, but I don't want to see Wasaide get dropped either. So I'm like, you know, Warnie will do whatever he thinks is right. Uh, it's not that's not where our issue is going to be. I don't think. Um, I wish is going to be more, more further forward, and, and how how he decides to approach the game. And for, and for me, it should be all-out attack. It should be absolute, all-out attack, kitchen sink. Why? Lot. Why? Because we want to win the game. We want to get ahead. We want to get our noses in front, and then we need to put them into grindstone Because put them into uh, drive them into ground. Because what's important for for, for me for this running now is to. The players are perhaps lacking either one, lacking a bit of confidence, or two, maybe a little bit affected by the, um, pressure. By the pressure of the situation. So, what, what could possibly be better than to go out and put five or six goals past the team, you know, by attacking and attacking? Right. And attacking.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, let me finish, Ben. That, that's going to increase confidence. It's going to. It's just going. To, it's just going to give us a a, a really good platform to um, to, to build on. For for the remaining games, we know defensively. Even if you go all that attack with Miller and Chio as your wing backs, you still know that defensively, we are a strong. We are the strongest defense in this division, even with those two playing. So, you know, it. That's for me. That's my that's my view. Let's go for it. Come on.
0: If you go all that attack though, and you concede two, or maybe or concede three. early. And, like you said, mm-hmm. we've got a good defence, but how many do we concede against Hartlepool and what division are they in? So, yeah, it's a different game altogether. It is no,
1: because if you're and, going and all out attack, uh, oh. yeah, you've got, you got, well, I always said, in, in contrast to the Hartlepool game, you've got to look at our Papa John's journey in total compared to the league games. Like, we've, we're probably not far off considered more in Papa John's or, or as many in Papa John's as we have all season. We've conceded two against Crewe, two against Hartpool, conceded against Cambridge, conceded against Port Vale, conceded against Scunny. We've we've conceded in a lot of those games, whereas in the league, our percentage of conceding is much much let's say percentage right? it's much much lower. Uh, there's something about the Top of Johns where Shackles just come off defenders. I don't know. What well, it is. is it
0: because we're going all, all out in um, games and we're not? I think for me, I don't I don't. Why is why is this a special game? It's a, a game of football. We've won so many games of football at home against worse teams, against better teams. Why is this all, this, all of a sudden this pressure and the way we have to go all that? Why can't we just play football where we did all last year or this year at home? Why can't we just do that, tie at back and punish them going forward? I don't know what the big deal is about this game. I think, color, really.
2: I think it's because this is our game in hand on the vast majority of the division and we want to put as much space between us and third place as possible. So With this game being our game in hand, that's now, seven points to MK Dons that they have to make up in eight games, which is quite a tall order. Yeah. And I think that's why this game needs to be built higher than it has been.
0: True, but
2: it is a game of football. Yeah, but in the same sense that, that us playing Wickham was just a game of football, but it could have had bigger repercussions if we'd have gone and tried to win it, which in the last five minutes we didn't. Yeah. In the same sense that Chelsea against Newcastle was just a game of football, but we'd be given the context of it it would have been quite funny if Newcastle beat Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> would have
1: been very funny <laughs> oh brilliant um, yeah. so
3: Amnesty any... International would have had a whale of a time wouldn't they they wouldn't have known who to criticise first would they? Would it be Chelsea <laughs> Russian Chelsea or Saudi Arabia Newcastle
1: <laughs> just don't ask anyhow. how um, um,
3: no don't
1: uh, the striking situation Danny becomes, becomes again this is a question we can't answer certainly well Maybe until the pre-match presser tomorrow, which will be Monday, um, because we don't know how fit JJ is. Um, is JJ going to be ninety minutes fit? Is he going to be an hour's fit? We just don't know. and It's difficult to answer for us at this point. Let's assume he's. Let's assume he's fit. I, would you I assume you would start JJ?
2: Um, is is Mark alright for just using the computer one? It's him. <laughs> 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 Right. Um JJ's we'll fit minutes. Yeah, if JJ's fit enough, start him. Um if not, just go with probably chilling behind again.
4: Mm.
2: Okay. Danny, uh, Ben, sorry. Any advances on that?
1: If assuming JJ's fit, we're assuming JJ's fit. We don't know if he yeah. is, but
0: we're assuming. Yeah. Uh strong his line-up, so just chill back out wide and uh what's his face up front? What's his face?
1: JJ make any other changes oh, it, as Will, Will mentions quick mention for Ferguson he came off injured yesterday you've got to assume that means Miller's going to come in for the start yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. or 2-2 two, two. Uh, or 2-2 two,
3: two, yeah or 2-2 two, two, yeah uh, you could you could end up with 2-2 two, two on right uh, Miller on left and and Chio um, through middle again if, um, if JJ's knee's still not quite right uh, what's he done know- to his knee I had some fluid build up on it until some fluid drained oh, off yeah, it. Yeah. So um, you you do you know that Warney will not risk him if there's any danger of of, of of a recurrence of the the fluid build up or the injury or whatever whatever it was. So um, you know, and is there any real need to risk him? You know, can can we can we give him another game's rest um, or, or recuperation rather? Don't need the rest, does he? He's hardly played poor lad, um, but we'll see, we'll see, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm turning to Apple Clapper now don't I? you know, if whatever one is says it's right team it's right team OK,
1: uh, let's have some quick score predictions, we've got another topic or two to cover in not much time, but let's start with some, finish with some predictions on the Lincoln chat, Danny um, Lincoln at home, where are you guessing? Um,
2: I'm going to say 2-1 to roll through um, we're averaging point. $1.7 goals. there had to be $1.2 so I think two one to shout. out fair enough Benjamin And have got 2-0 2-0 style
1: Mick 3-0 3-0 I knew you are going to do it's that Smithy first ever <laughs> trick. first ever trick, yeah I'll 1-0 put those wrong way around on me piece of paper that's fine Paul Brooks says 2-0 Jamie says 3-0 Tip tops says 2-0 S64 million says 2-0 as well. Yeah. We can't not be positive. the um, couple of topics to mention, our international break that was coming up. We will know by the end of this coming week whether the Sunderland game is postponed. <clears throat> the Northern Ireland squad announcement is due probably tomorrow. Republic of Ireland will be something similar. Um, what, as, as mentioned just a minute ago with uh, Will Roebuck, a lot of this could depend on Shane Ferguson. If Shane Ferguson is injured doesn't get called up, we can't use that as an excuse to call the game up. Now, we don't know, I'm, this is just a speculation, but if he is injured, that may take our option away of postponing the game. Now, Sunderland, from what I understand, have several England under whatever internationals. So there's still a strong possibility that Sunderland game will be called off. Um, but we'll know. We'll probably hopefully know by our next episode if it's called off or not, hopefully. Um, I think... I
2: think we're done. Anything else? Oh, Danny, you go. Yes. Um, I'm sorry if the mic is still dodgy, but we're going to have to put up with it now. Um, Oh, well, I'll try my best. Um, So, basically, everyone at Kimmy Park is trying to organise like a mini football tournament in the summer uh, to raise a bit of money for Rotherham Hospice. Um, It'll be a five uh, per person to enter. Uh, You can enter as a team with you playing uh, with you or paying a fiver each or enter as an individual and have your name took out of a hat and, um, <laughs> and paired with somebody. Um, we don't really know the logistics of it yet. It's either going to be seven, nine or 11 aside, depending on numbers. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's all to raise money for the hospice. Winner all get a little trophy and a crate of beer for their own, uh, as well as some nice medals that we're getting off eBay. Um, and then afterwards, everybody's in the pub, you know, having having a nice time. Uh, it's all to raise money for all them hospice because uh, we've been running the numbers and they only get three million funding from the government, but they need six million per annum to keep themselves ticking over. Mm-hmm. So as much, much money we can raise as possible to do them um, absolutely brilliantly. So if you want to get involved, just message uh, Donna London on Facebook to get your name on the list. And uh, we are looking at the 16th of January as a possibility. We don't know whether it's going to be Herring Thorpe. January. Um, July, sorry, sixteenth of July. <laughs> yeah, my head to go on. He's talking about weekend. Um Yeah, it's either going to be on Herringthorpe Playing Field or on Pewter Field, depending on if we can get nets up. Pewter Pot, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you want to get involved, message on London on Facebook. Get yourself on the list. It's all raising money for the hospice, and uh, yeah, we hope to see you come July. Mm,
1: absolutely, I can't wait to see Mick running the central midfield in one of those games (laughs) nah (laughs) makes a keeper kind net. that's what his wife says (laughs) anyway yeah
3: oh oh very good well done
1: thank you very much thank you very much um Jamie Get in touch with with Danny Jamie says he might have a run shirt to donate to that cause so yeah that'd be fantastic we'll we'll help in any way we can as well any time don't forget as well, at some point this month or beginning of April, we're going to be doing our all-day podcast to raise money for the Ukraine Red Cross. Mick is so excited for that. I, I cannot not tell wait. you. It I will not show change. about just it. can't tell you, mate. Idea after idea from him. It's just it's absolutely buzzing, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> but that's all subject to the game being called off But we keep an eye on the details for that. then um, won't be with us for that. Um, So thank you all for being with us today. We've gone on long. I don't know how we've got an hour and 30 minutes talking about the weekend, but we have. So well done to us and well done for you guys listening as well. Um, If you have enjoyed it, please make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and give this video a thumbs up Uh, if you want. If you listen to the audio, make sure you subscribe to iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is you're listening to the New York Talk podcast. Make sure you give us a listen there. As we heard from earlier in the show, manscaped.com for any of your male grooming needs. Go to manscaped.com using the code NYT off for percent off and free shipping. And they are pretty good, to be fair. Um, Benjamin, I've really enjoyed having you today. I have a good argument with you sometimes. It's been nice. I've enjoyed it. Thank you.
0: Uh,
1: Mick, you've no, not really rantable today, but not been too bad. Ah, well, you know, there'll be some don't you
3: worry. I'll think of some that yeah, yeah. before Thursday.
1: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Danny, it's been a pleasure. The backstage vlog up tomorrow about eleven o'clock.
2: Uh, yes, I think so. Unless I look through the footage, and Wickham's been particularly boring, and then I'll just slap it on with the link and a vlog. Messed it's been
3: particularly them. boring at Wickham. I can tell you that right now. You don't need to. <laughs> Danny, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: fair enough. Thank you all. Uh, pleasure to be here. We will see you all on Thursday. For the Lincoln review, and we'll look ahead to Shrewsbury. Cheers, guys. See you next time.